0: Bishop, and this is the virtual business show today we're going to be looking at the evolution of the virtual assistant industry a couple of months ago I was invited by veteran VA Sharon Williams of the 24-hour secretary and the online international VA convention to join a committee that comprised other veteran VAs from around the world and we were discussing updating the core competencies that we had worked on back in 2004 The reason was that these VAs, all of whom have been in the industry in excess of 10 years, some over 20, and who run groups or associations, have seen a trend in emerging VAs where it seems that the industry is turning into something you do to fill in time between childcare duties or a side hustle to your full-time job. It used to be that you aspired to being a full-time VA and your job became part-time while you built your practice. But it seems that many newbie VAs are beginning to view the industry as a hobby. And this can have very detrimental effects on those of us who have worked very hard for a very long time to build the industry into a reputable, legitimate business option. Since I began my VA journey back in 2000, the industry has certainly evolved and changed significantly. What back then was a relatively new fledgling industry forged primarily by women, and I'm not ignoring the men, there were men who were involved in the industry and who certainly still are involved in the industry and make a great contribution. But the fledgling industry was forged primarily by women who'd come from years working in administration, secretarial, personal assistant, executive assistant roles. The industry has now grown and developed into a truly global industry with many industry associations meeting the needs of individuals who want to build truly successful virtual assistant practices. However, on the flip side of that, the growth and accessibility of the internet globally has also seen an increase in the number of fly-by-nighters, those not wanting to have a business but a side hustle to their full-time job, a bit of extra cash, those thinking being a VA is a get-rich-quick scheme. Those who can work the internet or have a social media presence and so that apparently makes them an expert in social media management. These days many new entrants to the industry have no background in admin at all. Some are coming direct from school looking for alternatives to traditional employment. Many of them already have tech skills. They've grown up with technologies and apps that they take for granted that didn't even exist when we first started our practices. The internet was fledgling, social media was unheard of, and mobiles were a box the size of a brick in your car. You waited overnight for a 3 meg email to download, and prayed the dial-up connection stayed connected or you'd be starting all over again. This means that new entrants to the industry aren't necessarily offering traditional admin or secretarial services, but because they have a social media page, they're offering social media management, or they've made a Wix website, and so are offering website updates, for example. And evolution isn't new. When I started as a legal secretary back in the 80s, we were typing 20-page deeds on an electric typewriter and retyping them from scratch if there was an amendment. This later evolved into Olivetti electronic typewriters with a screen and a floppy disk drive so we could print a line at a time and save our work and we thought all our Christmases had come at once. And of course, finally, that evolved into word processors and computers. So it's not surprising that the VA industry will evolve too, but one thing stays the same and that is that being a VA is about being a business owner. It is not a hobby. There's no doubt that the VA industry provides a level of flexibility in work and lifestyle that many people have been seeking for years. However, being a VA is not for everyone. First and foremost, if you want to do this full-time, you'll need to understand you are a business owner, not an employee, and that can be a massive shift in mindset, not just for the VA, but for potential clients too. If you're only after a bit of extra cash without the hassles of running a business too, or if you're working full-time and you want to keep it that way, having your VA work supplement your income, then understand you are not a VA practice, more likely a hobbyist, and that's okay. But please don't promote yourself as a professional VA and make sure that any clients who come to you understand that you are not a full-time VA practice. Be authentic, because clients need to know who they're working with. If they're looking for someone who's going to partner with them consistently, then your model isn't it. If they expect you'll be available to them during business hours, but you have a job that takes you away from home from 7am to 7pm, then again, your model isn't it and you should be redirecting them to professional VA services until you are in a position to provide the service they're looking for. For clients, this means that when you're looking for a VA, you need to realise that not all VAs are alike. You need to be very clear on what it is you're looking for in a VA. It used to be that you were looking for help with your administrative tasks on a regular basis to help you with the overwhelm and enable you to focus on your core income-generating activities, a partner with a vested interest in the success of your business. As such, you'd be looking for someone who had the time necessary to devote to your needs, who had experience in not only an administrative capacity, but also working remotely. Now, you can use a VA for more than just admin work. You might outsource your website to a VA with experience in that niche, you might be looking for someone who can get your business more active in social media, who can manage your Twitter feed and oversee the administration of your Facebook groups, or you might need someone to tweak your marketing materials, your blog posts, provide social media graphics or do some research. These are areas that didn't exist 10-15 years ago but have become necessary for businesses with the evolution of technology. And you may not have the in-house staff with the skills or the capacity to look after these things for you. Today, with so many different types of VA popping up, clients need to be very clear what they want and need. Otherwise, you run the risk of partnering with the wrong VA entirely. Julie Hofflin of Your Versatile VA in British Columbia agrees with this and she points out that from the client perspective, when looking for a VA, you need to know exactly what it is you want. You need to be clear on your goals, your budget, and whether you're looking for a partner with a vested interest in your success or someone who can just help you over a hump. She includes a fabulous infographic on her site highlighting the difference between what she terms offshoring, outsourcing, and contracting. And I'll include a link on the podcast page to that infographic for you. Remember that anyone can say anything these days. When it comes to marketing, the adage, it's better to ask forgiveness than permission, Seems to be being applied by newbie VAs with many on discussion boards admitting that they have little to no experience in a given service, but that they want to provide that service to clients now. That they have no training, but they're asking how they can start offering the service to clients right away. A fake it till you make it mentality instead of getting ducks in a row before they go out there selling their services. This makes it even more essential for clients to do their homework. Whilst a VA isn't an employee, you should approach the decision about who you partner with in a similar way. Do your research, speak with them, look at testimonials and go to the trouble of contacting the provider of those testimonials. It's easy enough to fake a testimonial these days, especially when it seems what's regarded as the truth is quite flexible. Testimonials aren't the same as work references. If you're looking for a VA with experience in offering the service you need and you find someone with what looks like work references in their testimonial section of their site, then it's a fair indication they've not been in business long. That doesn't mean they can't do the work for you, but it does mean you have to look again at what it is you're looking for. And if it doesn't work out, don't give up on the industry entirely. You may just have picked the wrong partner. This means that clients should also be considering the experience and skill set of the VA they intend partnering with, especially when looking at their rate. VA rates vary widely from about $25 an hour to $80 plus an hour. It's important to check what you get for that rate. VAs at the higher end of the scale have generally transitioned years of secretarial experience and often come from backgrounds as high-level executive PAs with a vast array of technological knowledge and a broad skill set. They may have done specialist courses in certain technology. Those at the lower end of the scale are often just starting out or have limited experience with technologies. It's important for clients to assess their needs and ensure they partner with a VA who can adequately meet those needs. For those who have just discovered the VA industry and are thinking this might be a great alternative to traditional employment, it is. But also get clear in your own mind what it is you want, to be a business owner or to make some extra cash. If you have no experience at all in office environments, then think hard about the services that you want to offer. If you decide you want to specialise in an area like social media, just having a Facebook account and knowing your way around Twitter or Pinterest doesn't mean you'll be a great fit for a client who's looking for a social media manager. If you have never run a business before and have no clue where to start, you need to understand being a full-time VA is being a business owner. Previously I've said I didn't think it was necessary for those wanting to become a VA to do training. We usually have come from backgrounds where we have been secretaries, we know technology, we use it every day, and many of us have the tech that we need in our homes. However, with this new stable of potential VAs coming from zero experience, and some straight from school, getting training in what's required would be an excellent starting point for them. There are many people out there offering training, how to be a VA, how to get started, training in specific niche areas but you need to do your due diligence on them too because just like there are many types of VA who may or may not meet the needs of the client there are many types of trainer and you need to be sure the one training you knows what they are talking about more on this in the next show I'm Lynne Prowse bishop thanks so much for listening